I found it difficult to begin with, but to try not to think of what the next question you're going to ask is okay. and to be really invest in what they're going to say. So that's that's probably one big tip that I've learned over time. Hmm. The, the more attention you can pay to your guest, um, the more sort of the conversation can then flow and then you can ask questions and ask your guest to, to delve a bit deeper if needed. So that's my big tip. Hello and welcome to the Afri Podcast. My name is Baitemeka and I'm your host for today. This is the podcast that helps you plan, launch and grow your podcast. Joining us today is Aiden Vocalo. He is the host of Story Behind the Grind Podcast. It's an amazing show. He talks with underdogs and small businesses sharing their stories. Aiden, thank you so, so much for joining us. I really do appreciate your time. Right now, thanks so much for having me on. Um, happy to happy to share my wisdoms and insights with your audience. Awesome, awesome. Okay, I I know I did introduce you, but would you like? Is there any other thing I missed that you'd like to add about yourself? Ooh, uh, <laughs> what would you like to know? I mean, I, I can go all the way back. Uh, all right, okay. Um, but I guess let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. Sure. So, um, I come from um, I guess the Sunshine Coast, uh, which is a, a small town here um, in Queensland. I started uh, Stories Behind the Grind probably about two years ago, and it was it was all sort of about interviewing and, and talking to small business owners to un- uncover their stories, uh, their backstories, and the challenges they've been through to sort of help others, um, other small businesses on their journey to realize, you know, the, the problems and challenges that I'm facing may not be unique, and there are other people who have experienced those sort of adversities and have managed to overcome them. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's a bit about stories behind the grind. I guess a bit about me. I, I studied um, I studied engineering um, and finance at university, sort of left there and then entered the corporate world uh, working at um, some big accounting firms. Uh, one was KPMG and the other one was EY. Uh, um, and I've been there or there probably combined for about three years and then recently moved on from there to a smaller accounting firm where I um, sort of helped hospitality, uh, those in hospitality, so really around bar, uh, pubs and clubs, um, get their businesses sorted. So that's, yeah, that, that's, I guess, a little okay. bit about me. Awesome, awesome. Pleasure having you on. Okay, uh, this podcast is uh, for people who are intending to start podcasting or podcasters and we, we want to help them in their podcasting journey. Okay, my first question is this. Starting a podcast, it comes with a lot of commitment. It requires commitment. It requires putting in the work. What made you decide to start Stories Behind the Grind? What was the motivation behind it? Yeah, so uh, so I start. I guess so. I started. I guess the Instagram and Facebook pages for Stories Behind the Grind, and it wasn't until about a year in, I was listening to a lot of uh, Gary Vaynerchuk at the time. This was in late 2017, mm. and I heard him keep mentioning, you know, podcasting and audio is going to be the new. Um, sort of frontier yeah, over yeah, the next decade, yeah. and it, it was really just just hearing him over and over again um, mention that you know podcasts are really going to take off. And I thought, well, it'd be such a natural extension to what I was doing already. Um, what I was doing already was sort of more written, mm. and it was a good chance for me to then extend in, into an audio format. So that's pro- that's how it really all started. And Gary Vaynerchuk mentioned Anchor, um, okay. which is the platform I use to distribute my podcast, and it really just started from there. I was reading uh, my school's alumni newsletter 
and found that there was someone in there that specialized in marketing and he had sort of run his own video series. So I thought he'd be a great guest to kick off the podcast. Um, and it started from there. So I went down and talked to a few friends who are podcasters and asked them what microphone they would recommend. Mm. Um, and for me, it's an ATR 2100. So I bought that, which, uh, was, was about $100, so probably one of the cheapest microphones you can get. Yeah. And so I had a guest sorted. I had my distribution platform sorted, um, and all that was left to do was to, to record, and that's how it all started. All right. Awesome, awesome. If you could go back in time and um, start from scratch, uh, you know, we, 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 every, when we experiment and with experience comes a lot of um, uh, we, are, we now know better, what are some pitfalls you would avoid? What are some things you would not do? But that's, and what would you focus more on? I guess what I, what I probably should have done when I began was to advertise that I was going to start a podcast. So mm-hmm. to start to build up that interest and curiosity in the podcast. For me, I, I launched straight away. I was so excited to, to have one. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something I would do differently next time is to um, not only – anticipate the launch of the podcast but also have a few episodes um, already done so mm. that you could have a consistent schedule in releasing them. I think when I first started I, I was probably releasing one maybe once a month then maybe six weeks would go by before I would release another episode and it was sort of a bit haphazard every now and then you know I was sort of rushing to try to find guests to interview mm. and trying to release them on a monthly basis yeah. but if I had had a bit of a backlog yeah, in them, yeah, then I yeah. have a consistent schedule. And then obviously just advertising across a range of platforms, um, you know, Instagram and Facebook um, would would be things I would do sort of more often as opposed to, yeah, just having a consistent yeah, schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a phenomenon called um, pod feeding. This is when podcasters, they, they start publishing irregularly and not consistently till uh they just stop publishing altogether the, I, I noticed this with um, a lot of podcasts in especially on itunes and on an anchor platform what is something that that you think would help podcasters continue podcasting consistently oh I, I would say before you launch a podcast understand why you want to launch it and to understand who you're serving with the podcast hmm. it can be if, if if you're starting a podcast purely just to make money for example Often it can be hard because it, it does take quite a long time before you can monetize your podcast and you can lose interest. Um, so that's definitely one way not to lose interest is to understand who you're serving and why you're doing the podcast. Awesome. And that'll, and I guess yeah, having if you're if you're doing an interview format like I am, um, having a having a list of guests that you'd like to interview and, and having them sort of already agreed to that you're going to interview them does help. Less so if 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 you're just um, doing the podcast yourself, if you're the only, um, if you're the only one on the podcast, that's less important. Okay. But for me, it was definitely about having a, a bit of a backlog in there so that okay. I finish one that I know okay. who else to talk to. Also, I, I do an interview series too on one of my podcasts. It's called The Creative Chronicles. What one thing that I noticed with interview shows is it is really demanding because you have to walk around your guest, their time. You have to also uh, walk around their sound. Do they have good mics? Uh, there are a lot of back and forth, a lot of uh, uh, moving parts with having interview shows. Most times, it's even advised to mix it up. Don't let it be cast in stone. I, I think uh, that way you ha- you are flexible. 
maybe you could release a solo show today then the next mixing it up i I think would also help podcasters have um consistent consistency they do keep the flow of their content coming on so it's a good thing podcasting is flexible so I, i i believe you could mix it up right yeah, look, depends on um, – it's something I've, I've started to do. I think for, the, for, for about the first 30 episodes, it was all just interviews. But it's definitely something you can you can add in and, and mix. Um, really just depends on what you enjoy doing and, and mm. what your sort of audience would like more of, really. Um, there's no real – you know, in podcasting, there's no real hard and fast rules. Yeah. There are some shows out there that only do interviews and there are others that only do um, sort of, you know, you as the single host. Mm. So once again, just – really up to you and up to your audience awesome awesome there are a lot of myths about podcasting a lot of wrong notions people hold uh did you have any wrong notions you before you started podcasting or is there a wrong notion or a myth you would want to debunk for us today about podcasting and creating audio content i'd say it's easier than you think it is um especially in this day and age in terms of, i mean anchor as a platform is, is quite good it'll it'll um do a lot of the heavy lifting in, in terms of distribution. So it's not as hard as you think. Um, in terms of editing, yes, it does take time, um, and you can either get someone to do it or you can do it yourself. Uh, there's a free tool for those um, interested, interested called Audacity that I would highly recommend. Mm. Um, and, you know, tutorials um, on YouTube and um, just searching through Google can help with that. Oh. Yeah, so I guess the big, the, yeah, the big myth is it's, it's not as hard as you think it is. Okay, okay. You could always learn. You could always go online and find out ways to do it better. What is your workflow? What works for you? Let's walk through. uh, You want to release an episode or you want to do an episode. Walk us through how you do it from booking the guests. Walk us through your workflow, your podcasting workflow. Yeah, so to give a bit of a rundown of what I do is, so I'll I'll contact the guest. um, They then book in a time, so I've got a link. Um, I use Calendly. It's a free tool um, that they can – I put in my availability and then they can select a time that works for them. Sometimes that has to change, but that's generally the process. Then I'll do research on the guest. Um, um, You know, usually about a one-page bio, trying to get information on them. And then I'll write a list of questions that I'd like to ask. Um, But I also keep that open-ended. So whilst I have a list of questions, I don't necessarily follow them in order. Uh, or nor nor do I um, do all of them. So it'll I'll sort of bounce off the guests. Once that's sorted, then I guess comes interview day. Um, double check with the guest about twenty four hours before. Okay. To see okay. you know that they've got the um their time sorted. Okay. Then we hit record. Okay. Uh, once we hit record, um, we have the interview, and then it's a matter of just editing the podcast afterwards. Um having that sorted and then um, releasing it. So uploading it through Anchor um, and then producing um, some images to go with it and then giving that to the guest as well uh, for them to promote in their networks. Awesome. So that's sort of the general process that I follow. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Amazing. I, I really, really do appreciate this wonderful insights you're given. I really appreciate it. Thank you so, so much. I, I, I do appreciate it. No, 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 not a problem. Have happy to share um, what works for me. All right, all right. Promoting y- your show. What are some things that works for you? What works for your, your podcast promotion? What are some things you do? 
Uh, so I guess the two things I do at the moment is I'll have an I'll make an image in Canva. Okay. Um, which will be basically a title with the uh, the guest name, the name of the podcast, and the episode number, and then I'll promote that through Facebook and Instagram. Um, and the other tool I've been using is called Headliner, which okay. allows you to have some waveforms and convert your audio into a vi- like a short video snippet. Okay. And using okay. that once again through Instagram and Facebook. So they're, they're my two ways to promote. Um, otherwise, just word of mouth. So if I'm having a conversation and it's appropriate, you know, that I bring up that I'm running a podcast, then I'll try to mention that as much as I can mm. um, to spread the message. And then just joining Facebook groups and being involved in them can um, is another way to promote. Otherwise, with a guest format, often the guests will promote in their networks as well. Okay, awesome, awesome, awesome. You you've interviewed a lot of guests. You've ha- you've had a number of guests. Uh, wh- what is one interview tip you could give to our audience today? What what is something? I'm, okay, this is one thing I've uh, gleaned from having this much guest. Yeah, so I guess the the, the one thing I've learned is to be curious about the guest. Hmm. Um, and it's it, I found it difficult to begin with, but to try not to think of what the next question you're going to ask is. Okay. And to be really invest what they're going to say. So that's that's probably one big tip that I've learned over time. Mm-hmm. The the more attention you can pay to your guest, um, the more sort of the conversation can then flow, and then you can ask questions and ask your guest to to delve a bit deeper if needed. So that's my big tip. Awesome, awesome. Because when when you are really listening to listen. Uh, because most times we, we, a lot of times we just listen to either respond or we, we, like you said before, we start thinking about what the next question would be amazing. I, I really, really do appreciate your time. Uh, we would have you on another episode of the podcast. I do crave your indulgence. I'm trying to keep it bit within the 18 minute mark for now. Probably in future episodes would we'll go over that. Thank you so, so much for your time. Uh, what ways could our audience get in touch with you? Say someone wants to listen to the stories behind the grind or they want to just say hello, where could they get in touch with you? Yeah, so um, um, the best way, I guess, to listen to the podcast is um, I'm available on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts and another a number of other platforms and just search for stories behind the grind. Okay. Uh, to get in touch with me directly, um, you can search for me on Instagram. Um, so my handle is Aiden Bock, A-I-D-A-N-V-O-C. That's the same for Facebook. Um, otherwise, you can search on a website. It's www.aidanvuocolo.com. Um, that, that's another way for you to get in, into, con- into contact with me. You oh, can email so me directly. Your email is on the website or you, you want to... Uh, so my email can be just done through my um, my website. There's an, a, a, a form down below that okay. people can interview me. Um, okay. Email awesome. me. Awesome, awesome, Eden. Thank you so, so much for your time. You want to say uh, your parting words for our audience today? Your closing words today? Yeah, closing words would be, um, if you've ever thought about doing a podcast, now's definitely t- the time to do it. Uh, 2019's going to be a big year. Um and it, it'd be great for you to jump on the trend and um, and see where it can take you. Awesome, awesome, awesome. It's been an amazing time. I, I really do appreciate your time, Aiden. To our audience out there, I trust you've also picked a ton of actionable content from today's episode to your podcasting success. My name is Brighton Maker, and I will see you next week.